Welcome to the Spirit of Praise broadcast coming to you from Tabernacle of Praise Church International, York, South Carolina. I'm Bishop Alfred Jackson. I'm thankful that you've tuned in today. I pray that the message will bless you and impact your life in a powerful way. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the message. ministry led us into the presence of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 4, from the scripture that was read in your hearing, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, I'll read again. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow up to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as every part does its work. As every part does its work. That's Ephesians chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Uh, Our topic today is be a contributor, not a spectator. Be a contributor, not a spectator. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you that when your word goes forth, it does not return to you void, but it accomplishes all that you desire. Thank you that you prosper your word in the things that you sent it to. So we thank you in advance that you're prospering this word because you've sent your word to us this morning. We thank you, God, for what your word will accomplish in our lives. Grant a fresh anointing of your spirit upon me that I can preach under your anointing and upon your people that we will hear and receive under your anointing so that yokes will be destroyed and burdens removed from our lives. It's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray and we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Be a contributor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, be a contributor, not a spectator. Amen. The last part of this verse, verse 16 of this text says, as every part does its work. As every part does its work. Or as every part contributes to the body. Mm. That we are to grow and build, the body is to grow and build itself up in love. And it does it as every part contributes to the body. Paul's description of the church, and the church, of course, we're dealing, with, we're dealing with the body of believers. Uh, in Corinthians, if you go back to Corinthians chapter 
uh, 12, 13, and 14, you read about the body of Christ in every part of the body. He's describing what the, the body of Christ, the church, should be like. We should be as a body. And body, the body parts are connected, and every part has something to give. Even those parts that you don't see are contributing to the functioning of the body. Your pancreas is, you don't see your pancreas. You don't know it's there until something happens. You know, your kidneys, all that stuff on the inside. We see the hands, you know, we see the head, we see the eyes, we see the feet, but we don't see those things on the inside that are contributing to the body. And all of those things are necessary for the body to function the way it's supposed to function. All right? Uh, as every part contributes, somebody say, as every part contributes. <clears throat> say, I am a part of the body. I have something to contribute. And if the body is going to function properly, I must contribute my part. Now, I can say amen and sit down right now because that's the whole message. <laughs> amen. But I'm not going to sit down right now because I need to elaborate some. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. As every part does, does, as every part does its body. Uh, so this is, this, this, this is key to our understanding of the fact that we are not simply individual members who only care for ourselves. Get that. Amen. Amen. We are not individual members who only care for ourselves, about ourselves, uh, and what we want in life, what we want out of life, or what we want in the fellowship of believers. Say, it's not about me. Amen. It's about us. It's never been about me. It's always been about us. Amen. It's always been about us. Now, we can say that about the universal church, but because we are in a local assembly, we must say that about the local assembly of believers. It's never been about me. It's always been about us. Amen. Amen. Say that again. Say it's never, because I said it, and I, I may, I, you may think I'm talking about me, but I'm, uh, this is for us. Say it's, not, it's never been about me. It's always been about us. Amen. We are a body of believers, amen, who contribute to the fellowship in any way we can, all right? We are not islands, okay? Nor are we simply spectators sitting on the sidelines watching others do the work, amen? We are not even a cheering squad. The Lord doesn't have a cheering squad. You know, I used to go to, when I would go to high school, you know, when we were younger and you go to the, we had only had a basketball team, and go to the basketball team and the cheering squad, you know, get everybody, folk would get involved, you know, and the cheering squad was really, but, you know, I go to the games now and I see those cute girls, those cute girls out there cheering, and it seemed like, you know, they're putting on a performance, you know. Everybody's so pretty and so cute, you know, all the hair the same length and, and made the same way, you know. And it's like it's about them, you know. It's not really about the crowd. Really, the crowd is not paying any attention to them. But, but we are not a cheering squad. 
amen, that cheers the team on, we are the team, amen, each engaging in the work of ministry. The Word of God says this in this text, amen, comparing us to a human body, that every joint, every ligament, amen, has a part to supply to the whole, amen, and that each part must be working for the body to be held together. Listen to this now. Each part must be working for the body not to do the work, first of all, but for the body to be held together properly. Now think about this. If I tear the ligament in my knee, how effective am I going to be at walking? Why? Because what? You're in serious pain. Serious pain. Amen. Let, let's get this. I pray that the body, that the body gets. You know, I said this a few weeks ago, and I just said it in passing, but the Lord brought me back to this uh, Friday night. And, and, and so I, I, yesterday I said, well, this is what the Lord wants me to say on Sunday. So I, that's what I'm saying today. All right? All right. Yeah. Every part, every ligament, amen, has to be working for the body to be held together, all right? Uh, and, and if the body is held together properly, then the body can do the work, amen? And, now, and since that, that's the case, each of us must ask ourselves, am I doing what I have been gifted to do to add my part to the body? Each individual has, we have to ask ourselves that question. So that the body can be held together or, or am I acting like a spectator? Sitting by watching others do the work. Am I doing my part? Am I adding to the body so that the body can be held together and do its work? Or am I acting like a spectator? Sitting on the sidelines so that watching other people do the work. This is critical for the functioning and the successful progress of ministry. Every ligament must be supplying his or her part to the body. And notice what it says. It says the body is held together by every supporting ligament. Now, I might be repeating myself because I might have said this ahead of time, but I'm going to repeat myself, all right? Amen. Every, it says here, that the body is held together by every supporting ligament. This is vital for us to get. When you don't contribute your part, amen, or you don't engage in the ministry gift that God has given you, the body suffers. You are a supporting ligament. And when you stop working or when you are not working, you put more stress on the rest of the body. Amen. You see, now, you know, we spent a whole lot of time talking about people who've been offended, people who've been hurt in ministry. We, we spend, the church spends a lot of time dealing with that. But what we don't spend a lot of time is dealing with the other side of that. So if you, if you get hurt, 
You need to do what it takes to get healed because you are supporting part of the ligament of the body. You are supporting ligament. And when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, the body can't function properly. How many of you, you break a leg? Do you go home and sit down and cry and say, leg, I tripped. Maybe it was a cord in the floor that shouldn't have been there and I tripped over that cord and now I can't do anything. No, you go to the doctor, you get the leg set, you get pain medicine, and you do what it takes to heal because you want to walk again. Does anybody want to walk again? You know, some people are just satisfied with being hurt and being offended. They don't want to walk again. They don't want to. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm preaching. <laughs> because if anybody's been offended, I have been offended. If anybody's been hurt, I have been hurt. I can't stop. Because what people say about me doesn't matter. What people do to me doesn't matter. How people feel about me doesn't matter. There is a God in heaven who's my judge. There's a God in heaven who has a reward for me. God has given me an assignment that I have to fulfill. Are you understanding? And whether I'm hurt or not, I've got to fulfill that assignment. I got to. Amen. You know, when you get older, parts of your body start hurting. It's just, I don't know. Anybody else feel that way? You know, you know so, so, so I'm in the gym, you know, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm living, I'm looking to 100 years old. Are you hearing me? I'm looking to 100. I've, I've set my goal. God can give me more, but my goal is 100. Amen. My goal is 100. Preaching my last sermon at 99 and a half. Bring your, bring your picnic basket. Bring your lunch. Because if I get, when I get 99, that's going to be a long sermon. Amen. Amen. I'll, this is why I can't preach 30 minutes. I need to get back to the best. But, 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 but so, so I, I'm in the gym, you know, and I'm, 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 I'm building, I'm building my muscles. I'm doing my exercises, and my knees start hurting. But I can't go home and stop. So I look at what I'm doing. I look at how I'm positioning myself on the, on the bench. That's, that's not the bench press, whatever it is. Leg press. I'm looking at how I'm positioning myself, and, and I keep on pushing. I keep on lifting, and I go back to next year, and I do the same thing, you know, and I go home, and I stretch, and I, and I bend, and I squat, and I get up in the morning, and, I, and after a while, I realize my, 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 my joints are not hurting anymore. Are you understanding me? Because what's happening is, as I exercise the ligaments, they get stronger. Now, if I go sit down, my ligaments are going to continue to hurt. And it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. You're going to sit, you, after a while, you won't be able to get up. Am I talking to anybody that's over 60? Some folk have stopped walking. Some folk don't dance in church like they used to dance. Amen. And your body just starts aching and you're in pain over and over and over again. You get up in pain. When I get out of the bed in the morning, Lord, help me get back to my message. When I get out of the bed in the morning, my body doesn't feel right. But when I start stretching, 
Amen. When I, when, I, when I bend over and go all the way down to the floor, and if I bend my knees, amen, I make sure I get them straight so I can go all the way down to the floor. And, 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 do, and after a while, it doesn't take but a few minutes, and my body is feeling better. Amen. But the ligaments, you know, you don't stop because the, because the ligaments are hurting. You keep pressing because you're going to press through this thing. Yeah. But some, people, some people are content with being offended. Some people are content with being hurt so they can have something to talk about. Get over it. Just get over it. You say, Pastor, folk can't get over it that easy. Well, you got to want to. That's what I'm saying. You got to want to. You got to want to get over it, you know. But this message is not about offense. This message is about working. That was just a little small part of, of this whole message because it deals with the ligaments. Every part working. You are a ligament in the body. And you've got to be working. And when you're not working, you're not contributing your part. And you have a part to contribute. Mm. So saints, 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 yeah, uh, you are not saved to be a spectator. You are not saved to be sitting on the sidelines, looking and watching, even cheering other people on. You are saved to be a contributor. You are saved to be a supporting part of the whole. Amen. In fact, God has not set aside a place for spectators in his ministry. There's not a spectator section. Amen. There's not. There's not a spectator section in his body. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, the manifestation of the Spirit has been given to each one of us so that all of us can be benefited. Amen. Is that what the Bible says? We've got to get, got to get a handle on this. Amen? For, 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 hallelujah. All of us need to be engaged in the work of ministry. As I said, I mentioned this a few Sundays ago, but I think I focus mostly on worshiping. Amen? However, this goes much deeper than worship. Amen? It goes much deeper than us coming together, singing a song or what have you. Uh, amen. Our worship really should motivate us to work. We, we come to worship God, and, and out of our declaring the worth of God, we get a revelation of what we should be doing in the earth realm. Amen. We are moved. We are supported. Amen. We, 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 we are motivated through uh, God, be, Christ being the living word, living in us, motivated to go forth and do the work of ministry. Yes, our worship should motivate us. Amen. This issue of being a contributor goes to the place of using our gifts and our abilities to advance the kingdom of God. That's it. That, that is what this is all about. It is about advancing the kingdom of God. Amen. Not being a spectator, but being engaged so that we can advance the kingdom of God. Amen. Winning souls. Winning souls is about snatching. Uh, I got ahead of myself. So when we talk about advancing the kingdom of God, we're actually talking about winning souls and making disciples. 
so that those disciples can make other disciples. Do you realize if the, if the church did not have a praise team, if the church did not have a choir, if the church did not have an usher ministry, if the church did not have a deacon's ministry, our ministry is to win souls and make disciples. That's what the ministry of God is. Now, we have all of these other things that make people feel good about participating. But that's not the work of God. Amen. Because the work of God is about winning souls and making disciples. And we worship. We don't need a keyboard to worship. Amen. We don't need a choir to worship. Amen. Amen. We don't need a praise team to worship. We come together as the body of believers. Someone lifts a song and we all join in. Whether we have music or not, we make music. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes when I'm, especially when I've been in Liberia, amen, and, I, and I, we, we go into a session where there are children, and they begin to sing, and they make such melodious sounds. Such melodious sounds. Because they are taught to naturally harmonize, to sing in their parts. And the sound is beautiful. I was in, in Haiti. And listen to the church. There was no musician. There was no, there was no, yeah, there was no piano. There was no organ. And they began to sing hymns. And the entire church just joined in. And, and it was such a beautiful sound. So if the church doesn't have a musician, if the church doesn't have a choir, a praise team, that's okay because that's not our work. Our work is winning souls making disciples so that those disciples make other disciples and we continue the process until Jesus comes. That's what our work is. That's what our work is. I know we say, well, we, Pastor, you got to have something to motivate people. That's the problem. We're motivating people with the wrong reason. The Holy Ghost should motivate you. Your love for Jesus should motivate you. Amen. It shouldn't take a good praise team to motivate you. You ought to be your own praise team. When you get up in the morning, sing praises to the Lord. When you're riding in your car, sing praises to the Lord. Amen? When you and your family get together and pray, sing praises to the Lord. Amen? So that when you come to the sanctuary, you're already excited. You're already motivated. You're waiting to hear the word from the Lord so you can go back into the hedges and the highways and compel men and women to come unto the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Winning souls. Making disciples. Winning souls is about, think about this now. Church. Church. Believers. Hear me. Hear me, believers. Winning souls is about snatching people from the damnation of hell and bringing them into saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now apply that. When you go to Walmart, apply that. From when folk make you angry, apply that. When you got the wrong attitude, apply that. Somebody is watching you. Amen. You are a soul winner. You're about snatching people from the damnation of hell's fire. Amen. Hell and hell's fire. And winning them to Christ. And you got a nasty attitude, you're not going to snatch anybody. You got the wrong spirit, you're not going to snatch anyone. Church, apply this. Apply this. This is what the Lord is looking for. Praise the name of Jesus. This is what the Lord is looking for. This is, this is God's mission 
Praise the name of Jesus. This is God's mission, amen, and God's agenda in this world. And the charge that he's given his church. When Jesus, remember the text in Acts, when Jesus was taken up into heaven, the disciples were standing there gazing up in the heavens. And immediately, if you read the text, it doesn't say immediately, but, 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 but immediately God sends an angel, and the angel says, Men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking up into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come back in the same way you've seen him go into heaven. Read the text. Without another word, the disciples get their focus back. They return to Jerusalem and begin preparing for the next leg of the mission. So they're standing there gazing. Angels, men of God, why are you doing this? Jesus is coming again. He's coming back. Now get your focus. And without another word, the Bible says they go back to Jerusalem and they begin preparing for the next leg of the mission. A lot of us need to be snapped back into focus. And I'm God's messenger this morning. I'm God's angel this morning to snap you back into focus. Amen. He's coming back again. He's looking for people who are participating in the work of advancing the kingdom. Amen. Will he find you working when he comes? What will he find you doing when he comes? Because this is what he's called each one of us to do. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 says, As God's co-workers, we urge you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Saints, we've received the grace of God to be a part of what he is, be a part of him and be a part of his work, amen, along with him in this world. That's why we've got grace. That's why we're saved, to be a part of his work in this world. He has not called us to be spectators. He has not. He has not. The scripture says, the harvest is ripe. The harvest is ready. All right? The fields are white. They're waiting on the harvesters. He says, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into his harvest. Now, I've been praying that the Lord will send laborers into his harvest. If the Lord has sent you but you're not obeying. What does that say about you? What does that say about you? It's time for you to get involved and start contributing to the Lord's work. Now, contributing to the Lord's work, there are two things I'm going to share with you, and I'll be done. I set my timer. I got four minutes. I'm taking 15. <laughs> I'm going to turn it off right now. Amen. <laughs> First, listen, get this. When you contribute, you take yourself out of the individualistic, self-centered, nonchalant, uncaring mode of life. A mode, mind you, that is satanic and destructive. It's not. Godly. 
For God so loved the world that he was not selfish. He gave. He gave. Selfishness, self-centeredness, this all about me thing is destructive. It's satanic. If you don't think it's destructive for you, it's destructive for the body you are part of. The Lord showed me this in, in, in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. The Bible says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. I like the way the NIV said this. King James, God is not mocked, yes. But it says God cannot be mocked. Ooh, so anybody trying to mock God is going to turn back on you. God cannot be mocked. A man, a, 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 a man reaps, a person reaps what he sows. Now, now, this is a biblical principle. It's a biblical principle. And it works. Sometimes it works fast. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But it works. It's dealing with living in sin versus living a spirit-filled life. However, God showed me that this principle can be applied to so many things. So, if you want to build muscle, you must participate with the weights. Follow me now. You must participate with the exercising. You must participate with the dieting. If you want to be healthy, if you want to build weights, if you want to be strong, you got to participate with the weights, with the exercising, with the dieting. You must connect. You must get out of self and connect. Standing alone, you will not build muscle. Standing alone, you will not become healthy and strong. So you go to the gym. This is, the, this is what I'm talking about. Am I still on camera if I go over here? And the weights are sitting there, and you want to build muscle. And, and the weights can't talk, but in essence, they're saying, if you want to build muscles, here I am. And you're standing there, and you're looking at the weights. You're saying, muscles, come on me. I prophesy to you, muscles, come on me. Weights, do what you're supposed to do for the muscles to come on me. But you make no connection. You don't, you don't participate with the weights. You don't contribute your body to the process. Huh. Is this making any sense? If it's not to you, it's making a lot of sense to me. All right. So standing alone, you will not become healthy. You will not become strong, okay? And, 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 and of course, in this message, I am not talking about weights, physical weights. I'm talking about the ministry. I'm talking about the body of Christ, all right? I'm talking about people, all right? Uh, uh, well, and, and, and making the connection to ministry. I'm talking about connecting with the process uh, of, of, of being engaged in, in, in ministry, connecting to the work of ministry. You can't go to the gym or wherever and watch what other people are doing even and hope that the same thing happens to you. You can't do it. 
I watch people and say, I wish I was like that. Then I realize, hey, if you want to be like that, you got to make a contribution. They made a contribution. They went and they, could, they contributed their body to the process. So in the church, we can't even look at people who are stronger and say, I want to be like that without making the proper contribution. It's not going to happen if you don't contribute. The kingdom of God, listen now, the kingdom of God. Remember, this is not about us. This is not even, first of all, about tabernacle of praise. The kingdom of God will not advance. The church will not grow unless those who are part of the body, those who are already saved, began to contribute in the process of sharing the gospel message and winning people to Christ. You say, Pastor, that's, that's why you're the pastor. No, it's not. The Bible says that Christ ascended on high and gave gifts to men, and those gifts were to equip the body for the work of ministry. Yes, I, I will win souls, but that's, that's your responsibility. Me to equip you so you can go and win souls. Now, you got to contribute. Say, I, I must contribute. Because this is about advancing the kingdom. This is about growing the church. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, the Bible says, shall be saved. But it says also, how shall they call on him unless someone proclaims it to them? Unless someone proclaims the gospel message. Unless someone. They say, people need to be saved. Well, you know, I realize today that a lot of Christians are really afraid to talk about Jesus to people, and we would rather just invite people to come to church with us so they can hear the message rather than sharing Christ with them. But that's not the process. That's not the process. You're supposed to be a soul winner. You got to advance the kingdom. So that means you got to engage the process. So let me get back to my analogy real quick. So tabernacle of praise, we can go and look at God's anointing. We can behold God's anointing and say, anointing, come on me. Nope. The anointing is already on you, Jesus is in you, but you don't know it until you begin to engage the process. Once you start engaging the process, then you, let me get to the second part of my message so I can finish. Amen. Once you begin to engage the process, then the kingdom starts advancing, but the second part of the message is something starts happening to you. Something starts happening to you, all right? Oh. Building up the body has you in mind. Building up the body has you in mind, all right? Um, this whole thing is not simply about benefiting, uh, uh, the benefits of connecting to the work so that more people will come uh, and be a part of the body so that more souls are, are brought into the kingdom. It's about that, but it's not solely about that. It's also about the benefits that come to us who are already in the kingdom as we are built up. Amen? The Lord showed me the personal benefit from being a contributor to his mission in the world, all right, to his, to his work, to his advancing his kingdom. You know the song. There's a song we used to sing a lot. You can't beat God's giving, what? 
no matter how you try. Why? For the more you give, the more he gives to you. So just keep on giving because it's really true. You can't beat him giving. So the more you give to God, the more he come, gives back to you. Now, you want to be strong, okay? You want the church to call fasting and praying so you can be strong. You're going to fast 40 days so you can be strong. You're going to get in, you're going to read your Bible, you're going to study your Bible so you can be strong. That's a part of the process. But let me tell you what a real part of the process is. Lifting the weights. Winning souls. You got to win souls. You got to win souls. Yeah, you got to be spiritual. I'm not negating fasting and praying. That's a real part of the process. But you got to win souls. Studying is a real part of the process. But you must win souls. Do I have anybody else to say amen this morning? You're giving. You're giving of your gifts, of your ability, of the anointedness upon your life, amen, to go out and to cross that imaginary line that's been built up that creates fear in us that I can't talk to that person about Jesus. You've got to talk to that person about Jesus. The Holy Spirit will lead you. He will lead you. He will bring people to you. I'll tell you what happened. The Sunday I left to go to Kenya, I said in this pulpit, I said, I don't want to wait until I get to Kenya to minister to someone. I am sitting in the airport, minding my own business, and there's an empty seat beside me. Just one seat. Somebody was sitting in the next seat. Here comes this guy happily coming along. You know, he had had a few beers and whatever. You know, I didn't know until he told me. Well, you know, once you start talking to people, you find out. And he said, can I sit? I said, sure. You know, I'm trying to find the man's number because I need to call him, but I guess I need to wait till he calls me. And the Lord gave me that opportunity. Now, I could have said, this man been drinking. I don't want to talk to him. Because no, when folk got liquor in them, you know, they always know all about the Bible. You know how Christians get? We get kind of snooty sometimes. Folk cussing, don't be cussing around me. I can't take that. Your anointing can't take folk cussing around you. Maybe your anointing is trying to say, listen to that person, because this is a door now. This is a door. That person that's cussing can be changed. And now when you tell them stop cussing around me, you shut the door. Because your holy ears can't take folk cussing around you. Your holy ears can take gossiping. Your holy ears can take lying. Your holy ears can take busybodiness. Let me finish this message. No, have mercy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So being a contributor is not simply about even giving money because when we think about contributions, you know, we think about money. Money is a part of the process. This thing that the Lord showed me is that if you want to become strong, if you want to become strong in him and in the power of his might, you must contribute to the work. Amen? You must be engaged in his primary work. Now, follow the train of thought here in Ephesians concerning the building up of the body. Building up means that you go from being weak to becoming strong. Building up means that you go from being a spiritual baby, an infant, to becoming a spiritual adult. 
Building up means, amen, that your system now, amen, moves from being able to only tolerate milk and baby food to being able to tolerate, to being able to digest and be nourished from solid food like meat and vegetables. Building up the body. Building up, building up, building up. So building up the body has you in mind. Yes, it's about the kingdom, but guess what? You are part of the kingdom. When you begin contributing to the process, amen, of building muscle, not only are your muscles affected, but your entire body is helped, is benefited, and blessed. I was reading an article, you know, you know, because, you know, here I am. I'm older than I used to be. I'm still young. But. So, you know, I want to know if I can really, you know, if all of this working out is going to really benefit me. And, and so the article I was reading said, you, you do this for six to eight weeks and you begin to see a change in your whole body. You're not just looking at a change in your muscles. You're looking at a change in your face. You know, you're looking at a change. Now this, 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 this little pudge you got in your stomach begins to leave. Yeah, yeah. Now your shoulders begin to get big. Now you can stand erect, you know, because the older you get, you know, old people, y'all be careful because after a while, you know, if you ain't careful, you're going to be walking bent over. And every time I find myself bending over, I straighten up because I'm not going to be walking bent over. If you see me bent over, say, Bishop, straighten up. <laughs> Amen. Your entire body is benefited. Amen. Many people want to be blessed but they are not engaging in kingdom work. They are not winning souls, nor are they nurturing and making disciples, but you want to be blessed. Now, you got to measure your, your you, got to, you got to put some limits on what you call blessed. All right? Be very careful, saints, that the devil doesn't trick you into thinking that because you have more material things that you're blessed. Material things may not be the measure for your blessedness. I know this generation, this age, we want more things. The more, guess what? The more things we have, the more the bounder. I'll start to say more bound, but I think it's an ER on bound. Can I say bounder or more bound? Whichever way. The more things you have, the more bound you are. Because the more things you have, the more you got to take care of. You got a three-bedroom house. You only got three rooms to clean up. Now you got a six-bedroom house. You got six bedrooms to clean up, plus three bathrooms. You don't like to clean up anyhow, but you want it more. And it takes more time. So now you don't have time for Bible study because you got to clean up. You got three cars. Yeah, well, most people got three cars. You got six cars if you got children. Now you got to get all of those cars taken care of. That takes time. When you get a service, it takes time. You know, you got to wash them if you want them to last. You got to change all. You got all of this process. It takes more time. So the more things we have, the more bound we are. And the more bound we are, we don't tend to give more time to the kingdom. We give more time to ourselves. Amen. Are you understanding me? Is that, not the, is that not the truth? It's the truth. You can say, I'm not telling the truth if you want, but I know it's the truth. I shouldn't have asked you the question. 
Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So if we're not winning souls, can somebody say winning souls? Making disciples. Nurturing disciples. That is the work of ministry. Yes, 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 yes. So many in the church are like children who refuse to grow up. They're like children. I want, I want. It's about me, what I want. I want more. You know, you know how your children are. You give them this thing. They want this for Christmas. They play with it for a little while. Then they're done with it. They want something else. And throughout life, they want, they want, they want, they want. And it's all about them. Unless you teach them differently, it's all about what they want. They can see you dead tired. I shouldn't say dead tired, but they can see you just wiped out. You come home from work, you've been working all day long. They haven't cleaned up the house, they ain't taken out the trash, they haven't cleaned up the room. And you can just be tired. You shouldn't have to say, take out the trash. You shouldn't have to say, clean the kitchen. Now you've been fighting with that job all day long. You got to come home and deal with some lazy children. But guess what? Sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. I ain't talking about y'all. So, sometimes children are lazy because you let them be lazy. You can't spoil your pretty little children. Oh, they're so precious. They're so cute. And you don't teach them to pick up behind themselves when they're little. You're doing all the picking up. I had a good friend one time every, 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 every other week. She's out there pushing along my cutting grass. Got teenage children. I said, why in the world are you cutting grass and you got teenage children? Well, they won't do it the way I want them to do it. Oh? You are part of the body. Guess what? I'm almost done. Really, I am. You are a part of the body. If you are not winning souls or making and nurturing disciples, you are not contributing your part. And you will not receive the blessings that should come to you. Be careful about substitutes. Don't be deceived. The Lord gave me that message. I got it written down. I got the notes written down. So this is just a tidbit. Don't be deceived by making substitutes. Remember, the Lord would allow the Israelites when it came to the sacrifice to make a substitute, but the substitute has specifications. So don't be deceived by making substitutes. You're not getting the blessings that you ought to be getting. You're not winning souls. We're not, we're not winning souls like we should be. So not only is the kingdom not being advanced, but even in our lives. So we're measuring our success by the things that we have, not by the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's time for us to get engaged. It's time for us to be contributors to the process of advancing the kingdom. You are part of the body. You are a supporting ligament that's helping hold the body together. Do your work. Do your work. Stop being a spectator. Be a contributor to the work. The work is winning souls, making disciples, 
nurturing disciples. The same Jesus, this is the warning for the church today. This same Jesus who was taken up many years ago, before those disciples, in the heaven, is coming again. When he comes, will he find you working in his kingdom? Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. Thank you for prospering your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you, God, for this blessed privilege to be in your presence. I pray that your word will do what you said it would do. And I know it will because you said it would. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Be a contributor, not a spectator. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe there's someone this morning who wants to become a real part of this process, being a part of God's work. This is not just for those who have the title minister, elder, bishop, or what have you. No, this is for every believer. This is the reason that you're saved, so that you can reach others for the kingdom. Not only will you advance the kingdom, but those blessings turn around and come back to you. The excitement, the joy, the privilege, even financial blessings will come your way because God is the one who's the giver of every good and every perfect gift. Send those blessings your way. When you are engaged in his work, his work, first of all, is winning souls, making and nurturing disciples so that they can make and nurture other disciples. Let's stand. If there's anybody that wants to come this morning and give your life to Christ, we want to give you that opportunity to come. If there's anyone who the Lord is leading to connect with this ministry and help in this process of advancing the kingdom, amen, and, and receiving the blessings of the Lord that comes along with that, we want to give you that opportunity to do so now. Uh, for those of you who are watching online, the information is posted there. You can write in and let us know of the decision that you have made if you want to connect with this ministry. If you're not saved today, if you've never received Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, he is waiting on you. It's not that you're waiting on him. Christ has already done the work of salvation. Amen. He's already given his life. He's already shed his blood. He's already made it possible for you to be reconciled to God, and he's waiting on you to make that decision. So if you are listening to me today and you've never received Christ as your Savior and your Lord, I want to lead you through this prayer of confession. And once you finish the prayer of confession, if it is from your heart, if you're serious about it, I want you to know that the Lord has heard you and the Lord has saved you. But I also want you to write to us and let us know. If you're watching online, let us know of the decision that you've made. Give us your contact information so that we can reach out to you and make contact with you and help you move further in this process. So if you are not saved today and you want to receive Christ as your Savior and your Lord, follow me as I lead you in this prayer. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross 
to save me from my sin and to reconcile me to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the sacrifice you made for me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Save me from my sin. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. I give my life to you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. I receive you now. and Thank you for my salvation. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, please, ma'am, and please write to us. It's more than just you making that decision, but you need to grow in this process. So we need to help you in this. If you don't have a church home, uh, there's nobody you're connected to, let us know. Let us know. Amen. So that we can follow up with you. I want to pray for you. Father, thank you for those that made the decision today to give their lives to you. I pray for them, Lord. I pray that they will not stop at this point, but that they will connect with your body so that those of us in the body who know you and love you can help them grow and be your disciple. Thank you for this congregation, Lord. I pray that your word has found a place in our hearts and our lives and that more of us, that all of us, will become soul winners. In some way, some form, another, if, along with winning souls, making disciples. I pray for a congregation that's about soul winning and making disciples. Fill us afresh with your presence. As you meet every need that's in this house, God, thank you for supplying all of our need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We know that it's not about us. It's about you. Thank you, Father. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. I pray that you've been blessed by the message. And if you have, write to us. Let us know how this message has impacted your life. Or if you've made a decision for Christ today to follow Jesus as your Savior and your Lord, write to us and let us know that as well and give us your information so that we can follow up with you. You may write to us at Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. That's Tabernacle of Praise at msn.com. Give us your email address or a way to contact you so that we can follow up with you. Also, we would like for you to sow into this ministry. If you've been blessed by this work, by the preaching of the gospel and the teaching of the gospel, and you would like to help further this cause, we're not just preaching here in the United States. We are preaching around the world. Through this podcast, our messages are being heard in many places around the world. We are actively working in eight countries in the world on the ground in Liberia, Malawi, Burkina Faso, Ghana, Guinea, uh, Kenya, and Dominican Republic. So if you'd like to help us in this work, feel free to sow a seed to help further the preaching and teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the expanding of the kingdom of God. If you would like to give, go to topraise.org forward slash give. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Continue to pray with us and for us 
as we continue to spread this gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. God bless you.